One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. He dropped Alexis McAllister. It felt like about well, five yards deeper. It felt yeah. like at times he was getting closer because everyone's been screaming out for McAllister to play. End away and McAllister has an eight. Yeah. In that first half, he couldn't get the ball. No. Like he had fewer touches than anyone, pretty much. Like he couldn't get on the ball. And it was like, that's a problem. Like, I get it because you want to be more defensively solid sometimes. And that's why Endo makes sense. And obviously, in a world where there's injuries and, and suspensions and illnesses, you've got to do what you've got to do. But. It felt like, and, and Endo had a really good second half. So he, thought yeah, he, was, yeah, yeah. He, he struggled first half, but he had a good second half. Hmm. It's one, it's a catch-22 really with McAllister because yes, you do want him close to the goal. Maybe he isn't as good defensively, but also he just couldn't get on the ball. Yeah. And that's what Jürgen, I think they half worked out between themselves, obviously whatever, tactician, just, just dropped him back a little bit deeper. He did get on the ball more. He offered Endo a bit more protection, a little bit more help, and Endo looked better for it. Just a little tactical tweak there, but it is a, it's a that is the... I don't know the downside of everyone. Just put McAllister as an eight. Yeah. You do lose yeah. him a little bit from the game. Every time I've seen him further forward, I mean, it's not been that many. There's been a couple of Europa League games and I've been really like, here we go. We're going to see. Going to be shots flying in. He's going to be sl- slipping balls. He's quite anonymous, and which I feel feel quite bad because I'm, I'm definitely coming round to the his position is six thing now. Mm. Um because I think but I, he's had six months now where he's he's learned you know he's learned his role in the team he's I mean he, he was fantastic against Chelsea the other week I I, I um I really liked his physical side against Chelsea as well as the as well as all the stuff going forward mm. so yeah I think it, I think it is a bit of a shame but then if we've got this if we've got this kind of rotating cast of midfielders I trust the manager to get a tune out of whichever three are on the pitch in whichever four and, and and he's he's been so good with his substitutions this year or even just his tactical switches, he'll bring a sub on and then he'll drop someone back deeper or right, you go to the right wing and you come inside he changes like two or three pieces on the chessboard, if you like, with with one substitution or something like that. So although I think he did look much better second half. Um, although he wasn't at his best in that eight role, he's still a very important player for us and I still trust the manager to get the best out of him between now and the end of the season. Now we've got all the midfielders back apart yeah. from apart from Sobersly. I think he can just judge it on, on the day, like, oh, this needs a bit of this, right? You come off, you come on, this needs a bit of this. What you know, whatever the situation needs, um, Klopp will react to it yeah I suppose it's weird because in the Arsenal game I was just looking at the stats before he had he had 43 touches in the first half in the, in the first half against Burnley Lewis he has 27 and it's almost like they, and again it's circumstance dictates Endo wasn't available now he is and there's illnesses and there's slides out etc 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 
It almost feels like they should be flip reversed. Mm. You probably he's probably better as an eight against Arsenal, where someone like an Endo can offer you a bit more defensive whatever. Although McAllister's been good, yeah. like, yet against Burnley, do you need a proper number six or can you go with McAllister? Because I'm with Jamie. I've always been fascinated. I wonder what the balance in this midfield would look yeah. like with him up there. But the more I've seen of McAllister, I, I agree. I think he's he's brilliant on the ball and he's going to be on the ball more as a six. It, yeah. it, it's it's strange really because we all. You know, he would have been playing eight from the start of the season if Liverpool would have got, you know, Casado or they'd have got Lavia in. They yeah. were going to be in Liverpool's number six. They couldn't get him. Turns out this guy's now in. Him and Endo have, have kind of job shared a little bit. Yeah. It, it, it's a, it is a fascinating one, the balance between those two. Can they both play together? If they do, does it have to be more like the second half where they're closer together? Mm. Because if, if McAllister is one of your better players who so you want on the ball more often, putting him in that number eight role, you're not going to get that from him. No, he's... I think McAllister's better when he can sort of he dictates the tempo of the game. Okay. He's not he's not the most yep. he's not the quickest player. He's not the most mobile. He's not like your Sobersly or your Gravenberg mm. who's just gonna run and run and run. He prefers it when he can decide when when the game gets played. He likes when he can take his time and decide when we get forward. He's a he's a deep line playmaker, to put it in the simplest way. Endo Endo would be better against, say, like an Arsenal, I think, where we're probably going to be under the cosh a bit more. We're going to get attacked. McAllister is better in the number six knees where no one's really pressing him because everyone's a bit... Not Burnley, for example, like, but just a team who's a bit more hesitant to get at us and maybe just press our players because they don't want to leave space behind. It is a difficult one, and it, it's a good problem to have in the sense of we've got so many midfielders who can do so many different roles. And I think the Endo McAllister one could bear fruit in some way we could be it be a bit more defensively like we'd be better defensively but as long as well as that creativity and you've got Trent also coming in like a double pivot there and then McAllister could maybe move a bit forward or even Trent could so the options are there I still don't know what the best place for McAllister is I think number six has been his best so far but going forward I'm expecting to see a lot less of him in that role because like I said we've got Endo back I feel like the CDM talk hasn't died down. That'll be something we're probably going to look at in the summer with a new manager coming in. Whoever comes in, I feel like McAllister's probably going to get moved a little bit further forward because he's still not seen as that defence-minded number six out and out. I wonder if he'd be better when we used to have the best midfield in the world. I don't know why I'm doing that. It was fucking brilliant, <laughs> actually. Mascherano was the deepest. He was the terrier. Alonso was slightly ahead of him and Gerrard was almost like a 10 in those days. Would uh, McAllister be better in that kind of Alonso role where mm-hmm. it's like you're, the, the primary defensive responsibility is not on you, it's on this fella who snuffs all the chances out. You start these moves, you you know, but also get stuck in. You, you know, you're not, you're not like some fancy down number 10 who never puts a tackle in. Yeah. I wonder if he'd be better in that. So it's like not quite a six, like a six, but slightly further like Madrid, forward. Like Madrid with Cruz and Casemiro. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not a six or an eight, like a seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somewhere in between. The, the problem you but get not there, a seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah not a seven. The, the problem you get, I suppose, on that though, Jay, is the number eights are so vital to the press yeah that you lose it, 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 it's just difficult. wouldn't play that would he and it's, like it's that. a difficult one because it's worth mentioning I mean, I mean and I thought your thoughts like second half he, he was really good yeah like, and not just without the ball with the ball those little flicks around the corners mm. he's he's half battling for the ball back that gets leads to Diaz's goal you yes know? as yeah. well McAllister maybe maybe doesn't foul at it not given of course and then it's Endo who presses the mistake into obviously leads to it leads to the goal so like this isn't a knock on end though it's more a case of like 
getting the best out of your World Cup winning centre midfielder. He was the, yeah. the he was the primary target in the summer. The, the second the window ended, it was Alexis. Yeah. They were pushing the button on Alexis McAllister. Yeah. They wanted him for a, for a reason. He was the man. It looks like they wanted him to get him advanced, so they might have to stick with that. But is is the world? Do you think where they, they can can do what he did the other day? Does it because? And I said, and Endo's done nothing wrong. He's he's Liverpool's best player in December, yeah. and now he's come back. And he's had another strong showing off the back of like by all accounts an up and down uh, Asia Cup. So yeah, and but Endo, like I say, he, he he's doing himself no harm. He's deserving to play as well. I just wonder if, like you were saying about now Endo's back, is he going to keep that role? It's a really difficult one because when he came back yesterday, I was thinking, oh, he's not quite at it where he was before he left, but he was much better in the second half. Me and Dan were saying, and even with the yellow cars, normally when he gets a yellow, you're like, oh, hang on, he's he could mm. be against. But I didn't. There wasn't any. It's clever one, yeah. There wasn't any of that. I just think if we're playing Champions League final tomorrow and everyone's fit, he plays McAllister in the six, I think, mm. and and Sober, Sly and Jones. I think that would be the three. Yep. Um, maybe over the next, you know, if if Endo can get back to where he was and he puts another four or five games in of, of those kind of standards where he's like eight, nine out of ten every week, maybe that changes to Endo's undroppable and then the other two, it's between. But then you think Jones is pretty undroppable yeah. and Sobersize, I don't know. Like, it's hard. <laughs> it's, good, it's good though, isn't it? Because like, you know, and then you've got our man Harvey Elliott, who yeah. I'm not even mentioned in that conversation. Yeah. You've just got quality everywhere. So yeah. as, as long as we can just pick pick the right tool for the right game, there'll be some where, you know, you, you don't need that defensive solidity of Endo or you don't need this, you don't need this. I'm, you know, any any of the three at the moment should be good enough to beat most teams. Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how you can get on with the number six. Who's the best number six? We'll find out.